For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Put some BTP sports in your cup and listen up. I came to bring the pain. What up, though? I came to bring the pain. Don't fluff this real stuff. I came to bring the pain. I came to bring the pain. I came to bring the pain. Yo, what up, though, BTP Sports Talk fans and supporters? This is your host, the Badger, Mitchell Brock, <laughs> along with the great sports Morpheus, as always, and the crew. And you are here for episode seven of BTP Sports Talk after further review. Thank you guys for joining Instagram, Facebook. So, um, of course, we know what we want to talk about usually when we come in here. Mm-hmm. But on the way in today... I got a text from this gentleman, mm-hmm. and I was driving, so I just looked at the preview, and it said Dwayne Haskins, and I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll check it out in a minute. So next time I got to stop, I read the rest of the text message, and it said Dwayne Haskins is dead. Yeah, I said, whoa, wait, wait, what? Yeah, just like literally, just the story just dropped about thirty minutes ago. Yeah, um, Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback. Dwayne Haskins was apparently struck by a car Mm -hmm. in South Florida overnight and um, did not survive. Right. So you guys know me. Y'all know I'm diehard Michigan, diehard go blue. You know, Dwayne Haskins played at that school in Ohio. But when it comes to real life, when it comes to real life situations, all that takes a backseat. Right. Right. right? So talk about it. It's just a tragic story, man. This young man, 24 years old. Um, getting a fresh start, you know, in the NFL is an opportunity to really be into a quarterback battle because the the, the quarterback starting quarterback situation is definitely unsettled think. since mm-hmm. Ben Roethlisberger retired. They signed um, um, Mr. Trubisky, and then they also had Mason Rudolph. So the plan was for to put those three guys into the into the pot in training camp, mm-hmm. and whoever emerged out of the top would be it was wide open, right? He so he had he had a legit opportunity to. You know, possibly emerge as a starting quarterback for the Steelers this right. time with a great coach, Mike Tomlin, Hall of Fame, you know, coach. For sure, 100%. for sure, uh, you know, Hall of Fame coach. You know, it's a, it's a tragic story. So young, twenty four years old, um, and just you know, he's just out there working out with his, you know, his teammates, getting starting to get prepared for OTAs. Yeah, yeah, he was actually at Mitch Trubisky's house, right? Like Mitch Trubisky had. I was reading the article before we went live, right? Mitchell Trubisky, who came over from the Bears. 
had invited all the quarterbacks and receivers out right. to his house mm-hmm. to work out and hang out just so everybody can kind of get, start jail and start, start getting jailing. used to each other. Right. right. And, and this is this is where that tragedy happened. Right. So um sad situation, man. Yeah. Um of course he tore it up in college. Um they went to I think they went to the national championship. I think they mm-hmm. lost that year. Mm-hmm. But um had a, a a great college career. Right. Um got drafted by the Redskins. Did not really get a, a great chance with the Redskins. It wasn't a good fit. It, 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 it wasn't a good fit right. for him. So, like like uh, Rich said, coming out, um, was getting a fresh start with the Steelers. And like you said, had a legitimate shot mm-hmm. at, at that starting job. So, just an overall tragedy. Uh, of course, you know, here at BTP Sports, we send condolences out to the family, to his, to the team. Yeah, his My, wife recently married. Was, um, was he? He's recently oh, married. Oh, no, yeah. man. Yeah. 24. 24. 24 years old, man. Yeah. yeah, definitely condolences to his his new wife. I don't know if they had children or not. I don't know if they did or okay. not. But yeah, but condolences to the family, man, yeah. um, and to the Steelers organization. Um, you know, my mom's a big Pittsburgh Steelers fan, so, uh, yeah, just a sad situation all yeah. around, man. So um, we'll, we'll follow that story. Um, so let, let's, get, let's get back to something a little bit more, less somber. Opening day of Major League Baseball was this week. And, yes. of, course, and yes. of course, you know, I had to come and represent. <laughs> had to come and represent for my Tigers, man. Um, we opened up yesterday with a victory over the Chicago White Sox. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you know, my man Rich is a St. Louis Cardinals fan. Yes. Y'all, the victory over the, the, victory over the Pittsburgh Pirates. Mm-hmm. So, um, for, for people who don't really know, like, when y'all think of me, football mm-hmm. okay or oh, football mm-hmm. okay of course i played football minor league arena hall of fame championships all that stuff i'm a huge lions fan michigan fan everybody associates me to the game of football but those who really really know me those who came up with me who grew up with me knows that baseball is actually my baby baseball is my very first love i played i started playing baseball at six i didn't start playing football until i was 10 so and Lurch also is also a huge baseball fan. So mm-hmm. uh talk about your Cardinals this year, man. Exciting. Uh, you have some youth exciting. Uh, you have some youth in there. So they're they're and they're they're doing it with class. They're 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 very gently phasing out the old and bringing in the new. So you got some some new blood in there, but at the same time, this is one of the most epic retirement tours of all time. <laughs> you got first ballot Hall of Famer Yadier Molina, first ballot Hall of Famer Adam Wainwright. First ballot Hall of Famer Albert Pujols, Fat Albert, all retiring this year with the Cardinals, and they're all going to be doing their retirement tour together. Um, Wayne Wright was on the mound, you know, um, for that victory um, mm-hmm. game, well, opening game. He got the ball for for game one, of course, uh, of course. Uh, so they were, if I recall correctly, that battery, uh, Yadi year is the longest standing, uh, the second longest standing battery. In Major League Baseball history, they've been together. Pitcher, pitcher, catcher, pitcher, catcher, pitcher, catcher. Yeah. Wow, yeah. So a lot of history there, and of course, Albert Pujols. I mean, his name speaks for itself. Right. Man. You know, legendary, um, you know, baseball player. And then, so for them to be going out and still contributing to the team, Albert's now DH, um, but you still got you know some youth in there too. So there's the the future looks great. Remember, this is a Cardinals team that won 18 in a row. And made the playoffs towards the end of the season last year. Ridiculous. They went on that's what ridiculous they do. run. That's what they do, man. Um, they were like 20, 20, I think 20 games out. Uh, and we're talking about like 
July. Like three, yeah, like and they still made the playoffs. Right. I mean, so there's a lot of they're, they're building a lot of momentum off of that as well. So this is a you know an exciting time for that organization. So um, the three of those guys are doing their retirement tour this year, as you said, mm-hmm. and all first battle Hall of Famers. So mm-hmm. those three. MLB, I'm going to look into the camera when I tell y'all this. Writers, voters, don't mess mess this up. Not better, you bet not. Don't mess this up. Yeah. If you don't vote those three guys into the Hall of Fame on the first first ballot ballot and let them all go in together, we'll never see that again. Right. We'll never three legendary players that played on the same team go into the Hall of Fame together. Together. Yeah. Now, it would have been a little bit sweeter if Fat Albert was still in St. Louis. But still, right? The, the, well, the, he's back now. So. I thought he got. I thought he, no, he, he, he signed with the back. Dodgers. He came back. I didn't realize. Yeah, I thought he, he resigned back. with the Dodgers. Yeah, he came back. Okay. Oh, that. Oh, yeah. This it came back for his. He came back for the retirement tour. Oh, don't mess this up. Yeah, and, don't and, mess this up. Right. And you know, speaking of Albert Pujols, um, we know he and his wife uh, just filed for divorce. Yeah. We don't typically talk about people's personal business like that, but it, and when we do, we talk about it factually. Mm-hmm. So um, everybody's like, "Oh, how could he file for divorce um, from his wife?" You know, um, on open uh, a day before opening day, and she just had brain cancer surgery and all that. So we, we talked a little bit right. about it. But what, what's your thoughts on that? Well, the optics are what people pay attention to, and not the facts. Correct. The fact of the matter is. It wasn't a life-threatening procedure. Mm-hmm. After the procedure was over, she went on Instagram and said, you know, hey, the procedure went well. I'm going to be recovering, you know, blah, blah, blah. And she posted a picture of herself. Uh, so, yeah, technically it's brain surgery, mm-hmm. but it was not a life-threatening event. And not to dig into people's personal business, mm-hmm. but when a marriage is over, it's over. It's the, it doesn't matter. Happens what, every day. Right, happens every happens day, every B. Day, B. <laughs> we'll, People get divorced we'll, every if day. You're listening, you might want to hit Albert up and see <laughs> get what his attorney popping. fees are. <laughs> Just a suggestion. But anyway, uh, once the marriage is over, it's over. That's it. And you know, for them to part ways, you know, they still, you know, they in both of them, you know, stay, they still plan to care for their children. They got small children. They got small children. Mm-hmm. They still going to raise their children oh. and co-parent, which is very difficult. Yep. Um, you know, for them to have that mindset and be mature about it, you don't see her blasting him on social media and vice versa. He just said, hey, FYI, we're going to, you know, you know, end the marriage. So right. they're doing it cordially. They're doing it privately. That's that's all that needs to be said. Yep. And, and, and y'all got to stay out of people's business. Man. For real. And, <laughs> you know, and, and, and my thoughts on it is people are like, like, well, how could he divorce her and she just got out of brain surgery? Here's my thoughts on it. Like he said, when it's over, it's over. Mm-hmm. And from what I saw, just given the, the situation, it looks to me like it was already over. Right. And he wrote with her until right. after the procedure right. to make sure she was straight. She delayed the procedure. She even posted it on her Instagram. She, yep. she delayed the procedure until now. Yep. So it was her decision to delay the, the procedure. Obviously, it couldn't have been that serious because you don't delay Something that's life threatening. Correct. The doctors aren't going to let you delay it. So right. She scheduled it. You know. So. Right. I wish them all the very best. One hundred percent. You know, that's the last you're going to hear us say about it because yep. we we don't stay in grown folk business. That's right. That's right. So I just wanted to let everybody know that. Um, shout out to Albert Pujols yeah. for no matter what's going on. This just goes to show you what kind of person he is, man. Right. And there's been a video going viral recently mm-hmm. of him coming over to a kid. Um, 
on the uh, excuse me, that was sitting above the dugout. Mm-hmm. He took his, he gave this kid the jersey, jersey off his back. That's a that, Are you this kidding year, me? That, you know how <laughs> much that jersey's me? worth right now? And signed it. And it's and the the, the gloves, cleats. He gave this kid his jersey, his gloves, gloves and, and his cleats right. off his back. Right. That that's priceless, man. That's priceless. So shout out to Albert Pujols, man. Yeah. But um, my Tigers, man, um, we're, you know, in a, a very, very rebuilding period. But mm-hmm. we got a lot of young talent, man. Um, I, I saw some flashes of it last year. We got a dope young kid, Akil Badu, mm-hmm. who, listen, just remember that name, Akil Badu, man. That, that kid is going to be a star in this league. Believe me. So uh, definitely looking forward. To, to baseball season, man. And like I said before, man, nobody was more happy that the Astros moved to the AL <laughs> than me. Because when yeah, I moved, I yeah, man, when, <laughs> when I, when I moved here from uh, Michigan, I was, the, the Strolls were still in the national league. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm moving to a national league city. It's a shot in the dark of whether the, the uh, Tigers, I almost said the lions, mm-hmm. the Tigers would come here for interleague play. And then I think it was maybe two or three years later, they moved the Strolls over to the AL. And I was like, yes. So You're going to be feast on Detroit sports here in Houston this year. You got the Tigers, the Lions, and the Pistons. Uh, visiting town. Uh, the Lions don't come here. Oh, they go. They go there. The okay. Texans go okay. to us. Okay. Yeah, the Texans go to us. Okay. So I, well, I, I might way. go home for that one. Yeah. I, I might go home for yeah. that one. Um, and here was the thing: we were a game away from them coming here. Right. Because that may be the first game they've been favored for. <laughs> oh, wow. oh. they're gonna be favorites in that game. <laughs> I put my money on Detroit. That game. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And and I'm gonna tell you why because um. The the Lions at least well at least us that watch the Lions we see a little bit of glimmer of hope mm-hmm. with this team mm-hmm. we we see it, why you think they're putting them on hard knocks right which for y'all who didn't know my Lions will be on hard knocks this year yeah and typically and I was telling my wife I told y'all my wife stayed locked and loaded with the Lions jokes she <laughs> you know you know most of y'all wives they like. They may not like your sport or your team, but they like support your team because they support you. No, nah, nah, she's gonna bust your ball. No, 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 no. My wife, my wife be on my head about the Lions. I'm gonna tell you the best one so far. One day I was <laughs> one day I was up uh in the media room playing Madden and she came upstairs. I was playing with the Lions, of course, and I was losing. I was I was down by like maybe four points. And she was like, You the Lions, right? I was like, yeah. She was like, dang, they even lose on the game. <laughs> I was like, that's what we doing? And, th- and look, and then she walked out. Just walked out the room. I was like, you show just right. Just crushed you and walked yeah, you right out. You show right. You show right. She be busting my balls, man. But that's my baby. But she be busting my balls about the lines. But, um, and I was telling her, when I told her the line, because she watches Hard Knocks with me, mm-hmm. like, um, She's not a football fan, but she's she likes a good story. Right. So every year we watch Hard Knocks together. Mm-hmm. She 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 fell in love with Anthony Lynn when when they did the the duel L A. Mm-hmm. And then when Anthony Lynn came to the Lions, she was like, oh okay, so I might have a reason to kind of cheer for y'all yeah. now because my boy is coaching for y'all. Right. Yeah. And then we let him go. Mm. But when I told the Lions, so Detroit. Yeah. Right. 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 <laughs> when I told her the Lions on Hard Knocks, I told her I said that's. Not a bad thing because hard knocks doesn't put 
a horrible team on. Right. What they'll put is a team that's not very good that people but don't they know about. Right. See a little right. bit of glimmer of something. Right. So what do you think about that? Yeah, I think it's you know number one you have some opportunity there down the road because Aaron Rodgers not going to be around much longer. The Minnesota Vikings continue to trip over their own feet, and the Chicago Bears are just about in the same situation as the Lions are. Uh, they get, they got their 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 quarterback maybe still don't know about Justin Fields, but I mean the, the constant turnover with personnel, you know they're revolving door. So I can see a situation where you know I would say that you have the second best quarterback in the division. I, I'm not a Kirk Cousins fan. I never no. was. So no. I say you got you start there. You got the second best quarterback in the division. They got some draft capital. You got some space in the free agency. Did they did they make any moves in free agency this year? I don't recall anything. Nothing big. Not a splash. Nothing big. No. But they have an opportunity to to start to build with. You know, I think they could potentially can be like maybe a six win team this year, which is great. That's good. That's good for me. That's good for Detroit. That's good for <laughs> Considering where they were last year, and then it's a stepping stone. Then you you have more money in free agency. You go out there and you know acquire some pieces. Jared Goff is not a bad quarterback. He just wasn't Matthew Stafford. But, no, but he's he's a guy that you can you can build with and work with. You know, there's some potential there. So you know, things are starting to look up for the for the the the, the you know Detroit Lions. Yeah, and, and like I said, that's the thing with Hard Knocks. Hard Knocks is like this team wasn't that good, but we see a little something that makes them a little bit interesting. Right. And but being a Lions fan is is crazy. Because, New coaching staff. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy mm-hmm. because we're like a family. It's like we're dysfunctional. Mm-hmm. We're extremely dysfunctional. But loyal as hell. Loyal. Yep. Right. Dysfunctional, loyal. We and I tell you, my, my pops put it the best. One day I said, Man, I hate the Lions. And he said, No, you don't. You don't hate the Lions. <laughs> you hate that you love the Lions. <laughs> oh man. I said, Damn. You know You what? might be on to something. And that's exactly it. It's like we all got families or family members yeah. that we love. We could talk about them. Mm-hmm. We can bust their balls. But you let somebody else say something. But you, you're not allowed. You're going to have to fight the whole village. You're not allowed. Yeah. You, you're not allowed. Right. You're not allowed to say anything about us. And it, we, we, can't, we can't break up with them. Right. right. And I told somebody the only reason I haven't broke up with them yet is because I'm scared. <laughs> because I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. I've been riding with the Lions for 35 years. Mm-hmm. I'm 45. Actually, more than that. I went to my first Lions game at eight, and now I'm 45. That's how long I've been rolling with the Lions. The minute I break up with them, <laughs> they're going to get it together, and they're going to win the Super Bowl. I'm, I'm telling you that's what would happen. Mm-hmm. But um, it'd be just your luck. Yeah, it'd be just my luck, man. But uh, And it's, it's a culture thing, too. Like, you know, yeah. Detroit sports fans, and we, we, we talked about this offline. Mm-hmm. Y'all are one of the most passionate I'm just Michigan sports fans, period. Like, even the, even the fans outside of Detroit. Like, the, the the rivalry between Michigan and Michigan State, oh, man. Like, you could just – even from here, even from a distance. Like, we're not even in a, in a Big Ten environment here in Texas. And I feel – Not even close. I feel the vigor. I feel the, the, the passion between those two fan bases. And then it's that same element. You let somebody else come in and try to say something about Michigan State – and they're not from Michigan. You're going to have the whole state dealing with you. Yep. The yep. hockey fans are nuts. The oh, Tigers man. fans. Oh, man. Uh, the, the Detroit Pistons fans, 
He's, win, lose, he's, he's seen them all. He's been win, to every lose, one of my team's right. games with me. He's seen right. them all. Yep. Win, lose, or draw. Them, them Pistons fans ride for their team, man. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he's seen it. He's been to a Pistons game with me here. He's been to Lions. We drove all the way to Tennessee yep. to a Lions yep. game. We'll tell that, we'll tell oh, that man. story. Oh, that's, man, that's, that's a whole other show. <laughs> that's a classic. That's an entire series. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of series for all you Detroit fans, I'll, I'll kind of, oh, yeah, that's I'll kind of, right. I'll kind of, I'll, I'll just kind of plant a seed here. Yeah, the Epic Media family, which is where you know that's our the parent company, and we produce mm-hmm. BTP Sports. You know, of course, we got our sister company, uh, Hoop Jargon Wrestling Addicts. For those of you wrestling fans and et cetera, we got something coming just for you in Detroit. Yes, so. Just yes. stay, stay tuned. Yes, for yes. those of y'all there in the D, stay, stay tuned. Stay, yeah. stay tuned. tuned. That's all I'm gonna yeah. tell you. Yeah. Stay tuned. It's coming soon. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yes, it is. But yeah, man, um, he he's been he's been riding with me, and uh, he he's seen when we went to the Sugar Bowl, Michigan football, Ooh. the year that Michigan played Virginia Tech oh. in the Sugar Bowl down oh. in New Orleans. That was his first experience. Right. He, he wasn't ready. No, he he's just looking around like. Bro, <laughs> it looked like we in Ann Arbor. Yeah, that's that's how we ride. Yeah, man. that's it's just yeah, you know. And Virginia, Virginia Tech was a hell of a lot closer to New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Than, yeah, they they, it's like they brought the whole damn state with them. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Nothing so, amazing blue out there. That's it, man. That's it. And um, you know, I got credential to um cover. I got the opportunity to cover a Michigan game a few years ago. Uh, back at the big house, mm-hmm. we played Hawaii. And again, this opening day against Hawaii, somebody we knew we was going to beat the you know what out of, and the inv- the atmosphere Hats. was still bananas, man. Yep. So of course, I'm trying to go back this year, you know, and cover. So, so if you listen, University of Michigan, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you get the email from the big fella, go ahead and hit that approve button. Yeah, yeah. Let, let me, let me, let me, let me come on home, man. Let me come. On. <laughs> But um, Detroit so, Lions too. You guys, oh yeah, hit that hit that button. Yeah, let this man go. Cover yes, his team. yes. And and that's the thing I, I I was getting to it a minute ago, is that the we were the Jaguars were one, the Jaguars and the Texans were like a win and a loss away from the Lions coming here. Mm-hmm. Um, if one I can't remember which one, but if one of them because we play the uh, AFC South next year, mm-hmm. so. One of them had to win or lose, and the Lions would have come here. But because it didn't happen, mm. now we got to go to Jacksonville. The Lions have to go to Jacksonville instead of getting to come to Houston. Mm. So I was I was a little sick about that. Mm. But um, yeah, stay thanks, tuned. Thanks, Carson Wentz. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> you bum. <laughs> but yeah, stay tuned, man. Stay tuned. Stay tuned for that. But. Uh, NBA season, man. Yes, NBA season is is coming to an end, um, and, and that's the thing. We are almost in the sports vortex. Yes, hockey will be here in a minute, yes. and we'll, we'll be in the sports vortex. For yes. those who don't know, that's where all four major sports coincide, come together. Yep, football, baseball, basketball, and uh, hockey mm-hmm. all kind of mm-hmm. are going on at the same time. At the same time. so You can uh, flip the channel with the remote and catch them all. Yep. Yeah. So uh, we'll, we'll be there here very shortly. But let's talk about this NBA season, man. This has been a crazy season. Crazy. Of course, of course the big news is your Lakers were officially eliminated <laughs> from uh, insert crying Jordan. Mm-hmm. Uh, was uh, officially eliminated from playoff contention. Mm-hmm. Talk about it. Terrible season. It was a, a disaster in in Lakerland. Um and 
I was one of the skeptics from the beginning with the Russell Westbrook trade because I just didn't see how he fit into their style. Mm. You had a bunch of guys out there that can rebound, that can play defense, that was a half-court team. You have an up-tempo guy who can't shoot, <laughs> who likes to run around like the Energizer buddy. Who can't shoot but likes to. Right. <laughs> they needed somebody else that can shoot. The only guy that was a legitimate, besides LeBron, I think, and an AD, is Carmelo Anthony. And Car- Carmelo Anthony is your third best skilled scorer at this point in his career. You, you probably need to get some more help in that area. You have an offensive staff. As a matter of fact, uh, uh, Gilbert Arenas talked about this too. The Lakers have all offensive coaches except the head coach. Frank Vogel's a defensive Frank guy. Vogel's a, uh, Frank Vogel's a defensive guy, mm-hmm. but their entire staff, he said they have the best collection of offensive basketball minds that he's ever seen. But we're a defensive team. We're a half-court team. And we got half-court personnel. So they didn't build the team around the infrastructure nope. that they had. Nope. You kind of went a little bit in that direction, but you get rid of Ray John Rondo. You get rid of Kyle Kuzma. You get rid of, you know, those kind of guys. Horton Tucker, I, I just don't I don't think he's going to – at this point, he hasn't panned out to be what they thought he was going to be. They right. thought – you know, he showed some flashes, and they immediately jumped and thought he was going to be a superstar. That, and he, that wasn't, he wasn't ready. He wasn't ready. Um, he, he signed guys – just for name purposes, I guess, uh, you know, uh, Bradley, uh, Anthony um, Bradley. Bradley, yeah. Mm, yeah. 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 He got almost as many DMP coaches' decisions as I have this season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, it, it was a disaster. And yeah. I feel bad because this is the bronze. This is his, his golden years, man. Yeah. I don't care. I mean, he looks great for his, for his, for his age, for any age. But the man, 37, man. Yeah. And it's just a matter of time before Father's time coming knocking. And he's undefeated. He's he is he is undefeated. Mm-hmm. Y'all appreciate LeBron while we got him. And I think that they wasted this reminds me of that team that Kobe was on his last year when he wasted all of that energy trying to get something out of those those guys. They were just slugging around and you got the old man carrying the bag for the whole team. Kuzma it's and um, Lonzo and all those key, guys. Yeah. I wish that LeBron leaves and just goes somewhere else. I know he, he's at the point where I don't think he's going to compete for a championship unless he does something wild like go to Golden State. Oh, bro. Or, you know, something like that. Bro. The, the, to me, the championship chase is over. The, the, next, the next step is to go ahead and catch Kareem for the scoring title. He'll catch him next year. He's, he's going like, to catch him next like year. Like maybe 1,500 right. points behind. Right. He's going to catch Kareem for yeah. the scoring title next year. Um, Cleveland, I think they're – they're bad, but they're not terrible. Um, they got Kevin Love as a piece that they can move mm-hmm. to get out of the way to do something with the salary cap. I think LeBron is going to try to say, okay, let me very gently start my retirement tour. Maybe he goes back to Cleveland. Maybe he sits at another year of, uh, in L.A. and then goes back to Cleveland after that because he's going to be a free agent after next year. And plus, Ronnie's, um, got, Ronnie's got one right, more year. Right. He's not going to have a max so, contract. Right. I'm going to be blunt and say Bronny's not an NBA player besides his last name. Mm-hmm. But it's a hell of a story. And you know the type of era that we live in right now. We live in the sports, the, I call it the Disney sports era. The 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 magic, the mystique, the uh, we try to create the fantasy um, um, environment. Mm-hmm. So Bronny is a very marketable piece 
well, as long as his dad's in the league. Right. Because if you take Bronny and you take dad and put them on a team together, you have the, you have the greatest father-son story probably in sports. I think me, a kid, me right now. I'm, I'm thinking possibly, possibly all time. You know, the Griffies, the Griffies, but you know, it, it was it was very short lived. It would be an attempt to pass the torch. We, I, I'm sorry, Bronny. I mean, maybe I hope you prove me wrong. I know you can't carry your dad's torch. Oh no! But nobody has done this in NBA that's like history. Thor, that's like that's like Thor's hammer. Right, right. Nobody like the 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 gap between generations in NBA mm. seems far because like. Uh, God rest his soul. If Kobe were were alive, I believe he'd be like what forty one, uh, something like that. No, he was forty when he died. Okay, so like forty two, forty three. Yeah. So he he would be ancient to the guys that are in the league right now. Right. So for you and he would ha- he wouldn't have been, been retired that long. So that for you to 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 last long enough for the next generation to make it there. Yeah. In basketball, it's special. Baseball, you can play baseball for 22, 23 yeah, years. Especially if you like a DH. Especially or something if like you that. can hit, right. Because yeah. you can play DH and, and ride that bad boy out for another two or three more years, mm-hmm. you know, or, or possibly longer as long as you're still effective. So, yeah, the, again, the, the Griffey's were a great story, but if LeBron and Bronny wind up, even if it's just for a season, wind up playing together, yeah. being teammates, that's going to be special. And then the one accomplishment that I think LeBron would have in the back of his mind that he hasn't achieved. Six man of the year. I think he would, you know, step into a bench role, you know, may, of course, reduce his minutes because he's got to last. Right. Um, but if he has 70% of his performance as a starter, he's going to win six man of the oh, for year. For sure. For sure. That's just another another piece for the trophy case. And, you know, the debate will rage on. It, it, you know, we, we, we know it's going to rage on forever. Mm-hmm. Personally, I don't think he's going to ever catch Jordan, but. No. That's neither here nor there. So there are some people out there who think he has whatever. Um, that's just another talking point for that conversation. Right, right. It's to, to win six man and to play with his son and the longevity. So, you know, great career. Um, second best of all time, in my opinion. No question. Um, but that I think that's where I think that's where LeBron's you know going to go. It's just be yeah. interesting to see where they do it. At. Yeah. Now, um, you talk and, and you kind of. Um, um, Good segue. How Bronny, I've seen him play a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, like when he was a little bit younger. And um, I pulled up his stats the other day. He's a junior in high school, and his average was like six points a game, mm. like two rebounds, three assists. Mm. Like, like you said, the way it's looking right now, he's uh, he's six three, one seventy five, right. so halfway decent size right. for a, a point, mm-hmm. May, maybe, maybe a two, a two maybe a two, right. yeah, but for sure a point guard right. in the NBA. He's built. He's built. Pretty pretty well. He's he, athletic. Yeah, he's got the frame got the where jeans. they have to put. Yeah, he's for right. sure got the jeans. You right. know, but he he's built to where they could put a little more weight on him because you're not making it well. I, I unless your name is John Morant, but right. but he ain't John Morant. Nah. So, but like uh, Cliff, I think either you or Cliff was saying that because I just kind of facetiously uh, tweeted the other day. Um, bold prediction. LeBron retires after this season. Mm. Just, just something I just I felt like I don't have a rhyme or reason. I just feel like mm-hmm. he's gonna say, you know what? 
his body's breaking down. His team is in he's shambles. He's frustrated, yeah, exactly. for sure. That's what I mean. His body's right. breaking down. His team is in shambles. He's frustrated. And he told, uh, I think I talked about this last week. I can't remember if I said it on the show or whether I was live or something. Uh, he was talking to Tristan Thompson, mm-hmm. and Tristan Thompson said something to him. He said, man, I just turned 37, not 27. Mm-hmm. So you could tell it's starting to get to him. And LeBron, right. this is what I see both sides. I see people say, okay, these fans paid us good money to see you play in an NBA team or in, in an NBA arena, and you don't play because you're resting. But you got to think about LeBron. Right. This man is 38, and I think his birthday's in December. Right. He'll be 38 in December. Mm-hmm. He's been in the league since he was 19. Mm-hmm. He's been to the finals 10 times right. in his uh, 19th season. So half of his career. He's been in the finals. He's been in the finals, which is as far as you can go. Right. It's a lot of miles. He's played in the Olympics three times. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of miles on them legs, man. Mm-hmm. So if that man decide he need to take a rest day, mm-hmm. then God dog it, that man take a rest day. Here's a here's a perfect example. Yeah. The Osley brothers were supposed to come to Houston in February. We all know the Osley brothers have a very strong fan. We are diehard Osley brothers fans. I look forward to seeing y'all next week. Next week, Saturday, baby. H-Town. We'll be there. They were supposed to come to Houston in February. Mm-hmm. January. Oh, uh, Jan- I'm sorry, January. Mm-hmm. They announced that they pushed the date back. Did nobody question that? Because mm. we appreciate the greatness That's of it. the Isaac Brothers. That's it. I don't mind waiting to see you. That's right. And Mays. By- oh, by the way, and, Mays. And, and, oh, by the way, and Mays. The Isaac Brothers, they're not <laughs> no, even no the headliner. Either, yeah. They ain't even headliner. Yeah. Mays is the headliner. Right. But you, you wait to see greatness. Mm-hmm. You know, and... They've been putting out music for a long time. They've been they've been right. So if they have to push the dates back, then so be it. Yep. yep. <laughs> you should have went and seen them in the seventies or the eighties when they were popping out concerts right. every weekend. They can do it. Yep. So if they didn't, if I mean, I'm just grateful for the opportunity. You should be grateful if you have the opportunity to see LeBron James play in person. That's right. And so no- he comes back to H Town. I'm definitely going to try to my best to get in in the place because this is. This you're not gonna see another LeBron in your life. No, you're not gonna see that. Mm-mm. Le- Le- LeBron is just freakish, man. Yeah. And we're not gonna make this a LeBron show. No, but, hell uh, no, we ain't. no. <laughs> <laughs> but um, those of us, you know, that are like in our 40s, early mid 40s, maybe some of the people in their late 30s who are old enough to remember Mike, Kobe, and LeBron mm-hmm. in their primes. Mm-hmm. Now, some of you young guys, y'all are seeing LeBron slightly past his prime. Mm-hmm. You saw Kobe past his prime, mm-hmm. and you didn't see Jordan in his prime. Right. But for those of us, I, I mean, Jordan came in in 1984. Mm-hmm. I was uh, eight. So I'm old enough to remember, you know, the 90s when he was at his absolute best. Mm-hmm. I remember the 2000s when Kobe was at his absolute mm-hmm. best. I remember the 2000. Tens when LeBron was at his absolute best. Mm-hmm. Listen, that forget the stats, forget the history, forget all them old guys. No disrespect to Magic and Isaiah and Dr. J and all those guys, mm-hmm. but there have not been three better basketball players no. that I've seen than Michael Jordan, LeBron James, and, and Kobe, Kobe Bryant. Right. So blessed to have seen all three of them, right. and I've seen all three of them play in person at right. some point. So uh, yeah, but. Let's talk about the NBA, man. So the Golden State Warriors are 51 and 29 mm-hmm. going into the final stretch. Mm-hmm. They're the third seed. Mm-hmm. At 51 and 29, they are the third seed. That West is good. Bro, the uh, Phoenix Suns, my guy, are 64 <laughs> and 17. Yeah. 
And we know they went to the finals They're last year. They're 12 and a half games up on the Warriors. Who are in who the, the third seed. Three. <laughs> Man, uh, Phoenix, like, they, they came out the gate like they just, like their hair was on fire. Mm-hmm. I think they just had so much built-up frustration and energy from the offseason from not getting it done. Um, Chris Paul, man, I'm talking about another guy that Ages you need to wonder, pre- man. You need to appreciate Chris Paul, man. An unbelievable season. His leadership, like what he brings to the court, you can just tell, like, like he's like he's like the father of the room. Like they just all, you know, just 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 magnetate. You know, they magnate to him. Like you know, they just gravitate towards him. His 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 prowess, man. When he comes on the court and he does it with such style and such class, man. When the we're we're in a we're in a good place with the NBA right now. Yeah, we have a combination of the old greats leaving, and we got some lot of young potential, a uh, lot of young stars in the making right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Giannis, oh man, uh, uh. <laughs> just, just you just say his name, Giannis. Just just say Giannis, man. It's like his name is like synonymous with with like jaw dropping. Unbelievable freakish talent. I'm gonna tell you this. We just said that we'll never see another LeBron James. LeBron James is the most freakish, freakishly gifted athletic basketball player I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. He's 6'8, 250, 260. He, he's he's a little slimmer now. He's as he got older, he slimmed down a bit. So I'll give him 240, 235, 240 right mm-hmm. now. But in his prime, LeBron was the exact same size as Carl Malone. Mm-hmm. Just Carl Malone was one of the biggest, most yoked players mm-hmm. in the day. Now imagine that body in that frame doing mm-hmm. the things you've seen LeBron. Do. Right, with the first step, with the with first that step. ball handling skills, ridiculous. Now, yeah, Giannis is the second most freakishly gifted basketball player I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. This man is almost seven feet tall, mm-hmm. big, mm-hmm. long. I'm pointing. Uh, pause. Big, long, fast, <laughs> strong, uh, and now. The one weakness in his game is he couldn't shoot. Nah, now nah, he can shoot. Right. I always said and he, he fixed the free throw problem. That's what he had problem, you're right. Problems at the free throw line. He fixed that. It, it, he, <laughs> it, he's unstoppable. There's literally nothing you can do with Giannis Antetokounmpo. Man. And I just said his name because I've been practicing, mm. and now I finally know how to say it right. Mm. Giannis Antetokounmpo. I'm not saying that. Yeah. I just, I just, <laughs> I I just want to stunt because I know how to say it now. Yeah. No, but, um, yeah, this West is bananas, man. So yeah. the Suns are the top seed, and they are 64 and 17. The eighth seed right now are the Clippers, mm. and they'll, they'll run away with it um, because the Pelicans are behind them, and they're like four games back. So unless – the Clippers going a losing streak. They should be they should be sweet on that AC. But there is a twenty three and a half game difference between the one. <laughs> so the West is kind of top heavy this year. But what's going to be interesting, which I'll admit I was not a fan of, that playing is going to be interesting this year. I love it. I love doing that. That playing yeah. is going to be interesting this year. I, me, I'm a I'm a Victor Victor. The Victor gets the spoils kind of guy. Mm-hmm. I believe you can't get it during during the season. You shouldn't have a damn chance to try to make the playoffs with a team that, that had a better record than you. That's why you go out there and compete every night to win games. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm an old head like that. But That's whatever. why they play series, right? But they have the play in series now. You're gonna have at least in, in in some order: the Spurs, the Pelicans, the Clippers, and the T Wolves mm-hmm. in that play in tournament. Give or take, yeah. Denver's locked in their position. Uh, so yeah, there's gonna be those four teams. It's, it's a nice gap between them all. Right. Not, not to cut you off, but the the T Wolves are 
five and a half games above the Clippers, mm-hmm. and the Clippers are four games above the Pelicans, mm-hmm. and the, and they are now the Spurs and the Pelicans may right. flip. They're two. They're two games apart. Right. But those top three should be pretty. But secure. the thing is, the Spurs and the Pelicans are like gaining momentum right now. They're playing well. So it's it's mm-hmm. a situation where those two teams they got to fight to get in because. You can mess around and lose to those teams, and mm-hmm. it doesn't matter that you wore the quote unquote eight seed. You get beaten that tournament, you're going home. Yeah, and those teams right now they're playing good basketball. Yeah, the Spurs and the Pelicans are playing good basketball right now, so they're gonna be a tough out, man. And this without uh, Zion. Yeah, imagine if, if they if they still had Zion. Right. You know. So. Um, and the, the sim- I think a similar situation in the Eastern Conference. Mm-hmm. Uh, those four teams are, believe it or not, the Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> the Cavaliers, the Hawks, and the Hornets. There's a hell of a lot of pressure on Brooklyn. Even with James Harden gone, mm-hmm. if they mess around and don't make the playoffs, man. Because that trade just happened like a month yeah. or so ago. So you still had ample opportunity to build up enough got of a Kevin lead. Kevin Durant. Yeah. You still got this. Yeah. That's going to be a big deal in his, in his legacy if they don't make the playoffs, man. I mean. What Kevin Durant has shown to me, and you can agree or disagree, is that he is not capable of carrying a team no. as the number one. No. I mean, he's got the talent, but he don't have the it's. Yeah. It's damn it, sure got the talent. He's, he, he's ridiculous. I'm going to tell you what he got. And people don't talk about it much. It, it just, to keep going back to LeBron, that's always been a knock on LeBron. Mm-hmm. He's got the talent. He's got the the game. He's got it all. But something up here or up here. I don't know allow if it's just him that he just, don't love basketball like that. Like I don't, I don't see the love. I don't see that. Katie, yeah, I he don't just, see he that. Good. With him. He's he's just good. Like he he's the kind of dude that get up in the morning. He obviously he don't go to the barbershop. <laughs> 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 Kevin Durant the kind of dude that just get up, roll out of bed, go down to the gym, whoop your ass, and go home. Yeah, but this like Kobe, they uh, wanted it. Kobe's the guy that's at the gym three in the morning. Literally. Shooting, practicing his moves so that he can whip your ass later. And when he's done whipping your ass, he's going to practice because next time I should have beat him by more. Yep. Yeah, you know, that's a good point. I don't see that with KD. I don't see that with KD. Nah. KD is not the dude. He's not savage. KD is not the dude that's going to get on his teammate that's slouching and like, hey, man, what you doing? Right. That ain't him. He'd be like, oh, oh, well. Yeah. You know. I got mine. Yeah. Yeah. I scored 50. Yeah, but yeah. you lost. You, this man <laughs> This man had, back. I think we might have touched on this a little bit before. Back in Oklahoma City, he had Russ. Mm-hmm. He had Serge Ibaka, who mm-hmm. was a monster in the middle. Mm-hmm. And he had young James Harden mm-hmm. coming off the bench, sixth man of the year. Mm-hmm. And they still, they lost to the LeBron and the Miami Heat. Yep. They couldn't get it done. Nope. He goes to Golden State. Now, mind you, like, uh, again, Golden State had a chip before he got there. Right. Now, granted, they won two more with him. He was the MVP both times, but they showed they were capable of winning the championship. And without he didn't him. have to lead that team because That's bingo, right? That bingo. would that would be like you know Prince stepping in with Earth, Wind, and Fire. Like, <laughs> you don't have to tell them how to play. The music. Right, 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 right. You know what I'm saying? He's great. They're great. They're super great. He together. just made them better. You know what I'm saying? There. Yeah. So he didn't. He didn't have. He didn't have to have that leadership. Role he just stepped out there and did his thing. Clay did his thing. Curry was the leader that you know we Still all had know. Draymond yeah. and Draymond. So uh, you know they just they just out talented everybody. That's that's how they they won those championships. Yeah. So I I don't I don't see the Brooklyn Nets or frankly any other team mm. that 
Kevin Durant will lead to a championship. Yeah. Be the, the, guy. the guy, the right. man, and win a championship. I, I don't see that. I, no. I don't. I don't see that. I just right. don't, I like you said. He's I, already past that part of his career, man. Like you know, you are what you are at this point. I think he's he's already past that part of his yeah. career. Like you don't change and become the man. That's true. At this Especially point at this age. At yeah. this age, no. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. So the Miami Heat. Speaking of the East, um, the Miami Heat clinched the top seed. Tough team. They touched. Uh, that tough. You know, Jimmy Jimmy Beans Grit. and all those guys, man. They so no matter what, mm-hmm. uh, hell of high water. They'll be road the, goes through Miami. They'll be the top seed, and they're that pissed off team that got that chip on their shoulder. That from the, bu- oh, from the bubble, we could have beat the Bucks last year. They got that vigor in them. So well, don't forget the year before that in the bubble, yeah. they went to the finals. Right. They lost to the Lakers. Yeah, lost to the Lakers. So. They had their heart broken a couple of times, mm-hmm. so they're gonna be. Uh, they they're a number one seed with a number eight seeds attitude. Good, that's good. You know, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so right behind them, you got the uh, Milwaukee Bucks, as we already talked about. Mm-hmm. The Sixers, speaking of James Harden, mm-hmm. and um, the Boston Celtics, and that's going to be crazy the, talent. Yeah, Jason that's, Tatum. That's going to be the one. Th- that's going to be the one through four. Yeah. Milwaukee's clinched the one, so mm-hmm. the Bucks, Celtics, and Sixers will fight it out for two, three, and four. Mm-hmm. So, of those teams, which one do you think can challenge the Miami Heat? I got to go with the Bucks. I got to go with the team that's done it before. Uh, like, like we said, Giannis, man, he's he's a that dude's a load. Yeah, he's a load. Yeah. And now, you know, Milwaukee's got some guys that can shoot on the outside now, too. That was an upgrade from the, from last season. They didn't have spot-up shooters last year. They got that now. Well, yeah, Chris Middleton. Yeah, but, but I mean, you got more than one. Yeah, yeah, you got more than one yeah, now. Yeah. yeah, you got some snipers out there now. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, so um, let, let's talk about the Sixers for a second, man. When um, they got James Harden, mm. and I thought about it, I said, wait a minute. James Harden and Joel Embiid, who sounds good, in my opinion – is maybe the front runner for the MVP this mm-hmm. year. Embiid has been, and you know what I love about Embiid, he's a old school throwback big. Mm-hmm. He is a put his butt to the basket, mm-hmm. call for the ball on the block. Give me the ball, right? You don't see that in the NBA no, no. more. I think the last one really was before him. Maybe I don't mm. know Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's that old school big man, but he's got the athleticism to run the floor. Right. He can pass the ball. Right. He can run the floor. Right. So, but he, he's been killing it, man. And like you said, it sounded good. Yeah. Because you get James Harden, a big man that can run a pick and roll. Mm-hmm. And, and then MB can pop out and shoot the mm-hmm. mid range jumper, yeah, too. Yeah. Yep. So I, I just thought that they would be better than they were. James Harden is just another one of those guys. Crazy talent. But he just don't have it. No. Proven. Proven yeah. time and yeah. time again here in Houston, man. Yeah. I call him James Harden Romo. Oh, yikes. <laughs> <laughs> just That dude is Romo too many times in the playoffs. Yeah, man. man. Like, that one year when they were uh when they had Golden State dead to rights mm-hmm. and they went seven mm-hmm. and it was game seven on your home floor, mm-hmm. Western Conference Finals. It was was it Western Conference Finals? Yeah. Yeah, Western Conference Finals. Now, granted, Chris Paul being out for that game seven hurt, but that's what that's where the great that's where you, bingo. That's, that's where, where you step in when you lose Kareem. That's where Magic Johnson steps up and says, "I got this." Moves from point guard yeah, to center. Yeah, yeah. That's where that's the, those are the kind of guys you sit around and tell your grandkids about. Yep. 
I'm gonna talk about grandkids about it, but I'm gonna say, man, it dude James Harden, man. Look up, look up Tony Romo, look up James Harden. You can see the same dude. Yeah, one of them got one of them got a nappy beard. That's it. <laughs> that that is a great point. Yeah. Chris, Chris Paul being out hurt, but that was the time when yeah. James Harden should have said, like you say, I got it. And yeah. if I'm not mistaken, he had the worst shooting game mm. in NBA playoff history. history. I don't have it in front of me, yeah. but I'm thinking off the top of my head, yeah. I think he went 3 of 17 right. in that game. And right. it, it horrible. And, and it, it wasn't just that wasn't an anomaly. Like it it keeps happening. It right. happened against the Spurs. Yep. Sure did. Well, when they they, they should have beat that old ass team. Them dudes are old. Yeah. And um the the last shot of the game, Manu Ginobili comes over and blocks the the, the, oh, the, the little, his attempt yep. from behind. Yep. Like Classic. you lose to the you lose to the old ass Spurs, man. Yeah. With I'm, with with Kawhi and the rest of the dudes are old. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that that um, like you said, James Harden is just another one of those guys. Now, I'm gonna give you now the Nets, mind you, like we said, they are the seventh seed, mm-hmm. and we talked about the Cle- uh, Cleveland Cavaliers earlier. They're eight mm-hmm. right now, mm-hmm. and um, what well, the Hawks are breathing down their neck, they're only one game up on the Hawks, mm-hmm. so that could go away. Mm-hmm. But the sleeper team, in my opinion, that nobody is really talking about. I'm not saying they're gonna win the championship, but a team that can really make somebody sick. Is the Chicago Bulls? Oh yeah, that that young Chicago Bulls yes. team and energy. Yes, yes, yes. Young energy. Demar Derozan. Yeah, it's oh. absolutely. Listen, Toronto was good for Demar Derozan, but right. in Chicago, where he's the guy, right? Because of course he was with uh, Kyle, Kyle Lowry was kind of the guy, right? In um in Toronto, and then of course Kawhi came, right? So he's always taking a back seat, but there in Chicago, where he is the man, mm-hmm. he's. He's doing his thing. So mm-hmm. watch, watch out for that Chicago Bulls team, man. This is going to be an interesting Playoffs season. Playoffs are going to be crazy. Crazy. Man. And I'm going to tell you like this, man. We grew up in the 80s watching the 80s basketball. Mm-hmm. You know, um, uh, Pistons, uh, Bulls. Uh, Lakers, Lakers Celtics. Right. Good old school physical basketball mm-hmm. is what we grew up watching. And then we transitioned into the 90s where you had MJ Bulls, you know, the end of the era. Mm-hmm. You know, the 80s were Lakers, Celtics. Mm-hmm. 90s was... Uh, the Bulls in the end of the <laughs> late eighties, going into the nineties, were the Pistons. Right. They were like in the middle right. of that transition, right. and then the nineties were the Bulls, right. and then the two thousands was the Lakers and the Spurs. Mm-hmm. Well, no, the two thousands was more yeah Lakers and Lakers Spurs, Spurs going yeah. back and forth, and the same thing with the twenty tens. Mm-hmm. But this, I don't. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't watch a lot of regular season NBA basketball. I keep up with it, obviously, because I I, I love the game uh-huh. and this is my job. Uh-huh. But to just sit and watch a regular season NBA game, it's tough for me. It is because it's not the basketball no. that we grew up on. No, like real, old, real basketball. Back in the day, guys played basketball. Yes, these days, these cats just hooping. Uh-huh. Like you know what I'm saying? Like this they is the same kind of style that you see at LA Fitness or. Yeah. You know, the YMCA guys run up and down the court. They stop and shoot a three-pointer on a fast break. <laughs> they just hooping. Yeah. I've seen guys with a clear lane to the basket. Stop and shoot. Stop and shoot. Mm-hmm. I'm like, bro, what are you mm-hmm. doing? You know what I'm saying? That's but, the kind of stuff used to get you benched back in the day. Right, <laughs> right, right. Yeah. You know, but nowadays – NBA playoff basketball is, mm. and like you said, uh, you know, you have your your thoughts about the playoff situation. I mean, the play in situation. Mm-hmm. You say you don't really care for it. As a fan, I love it because I I will watch a do or die game in any sport. 
I will watch a game seven or because I'm gonna be honest, I'm not a huge fan of uh, women's basketball. I mm-hmm. watch it, but I'm not a huge fan of it. Mm-hmm. But if it's a game seven or if it's a championship game, I'll watch it. Yeah. I love to see do or die games in any sport, man. I'm just a I'm a principal guy. To me, it's like. That's why you get it done the regular season. If you get knocked out in the boxing match, they're not going to wake you up and let you fight another round. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. You, you, know, you know, you lose the fight on points. Like, yeah, I know you lost the fight on points, but uh, let's do round 13, 14, and 15. Yeah. Like, Puncher's chance. Yeah. Punch you chance. already lost nine rounds. Like, why are we continuing this fight? You already lost. You're out. That's true. Get it done. Yeah, okay. Get it done. I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. Speaking of getting it done. Yes. Um, You got you got something going on, don't uh, you? Yes, yes, yes. Getting it done. Yes. Uh, for those of you who have been following us, you know that I am the media representative for the NFL Alumni Wellness Program. So the NFL Alumni Wellness Program. Um, we are on a crusade against obesity. Uh, obesity is the um, the foundation for a lot of health and wellness issues in our society. You know, heart issues, uh, cancer Stroke, you name it, you know. So there are a lot of issues that are tied in the foundation, and that starts with obesity. So the NFL alumni has put together a wellness program to try to create awareness about obesity and for us to work together to fight obesity. Let's talk obesity. So as a part of the weight loss challenge, I have been challenged with um, the goal of exceeding 70 pounds or more in weight loss before kickoff a Super Bowl 57. And we've been tracking this every week. So those of you who haven't been following, make sure you go to our Instagram, um, check for the updates there, and then also go to the NFL Alumni Wellness Challenge a website, and that is wellnesschallenge.nflalumni.org. We have some opportunities coming up very soon for you to join the challenge. So if you're interested in, you know, to tackling obesity you know, in your own situation or you know someone, Stay tuned. We're going to have details coming up. I'm going to say probably as early as next week for mm-hmm. you to join the challenge as well. So stay tuned for that. But without further ado, we'll go ahead and get this week's weigh-in out of the way. That's right. Hang on one second. And I'm going to take our Instagram, folks. Last week we were 369, I believe. I don't know. Attention! Shout out to Sweet Lou Whitaker, the greatest second baseman to ever play the game. Going into uh, Cooperstown this year. He's not. He's not. No, they're retiring his jersey. Oh, they're retiring. The Tigers are finally retiring his jersey. Okay, but um, MLB, y'all need to get it together, man. man. Like MLB uh, uh, Hall of Fame writers. Y'all, mean, y'all need to get y'all shit. Well, he, he's not eligible anymore. The only way he can right. get in now is it's on the, the, uh, the Legends Committee. The Legends okay. uh, ballot. So Y'all do the right thing. Put that man in, man. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Shout MLB out. MLB writers, y'all got to stop the bullshit, man. Yeah. yeah. Seriously. Yes. Seriously. 
You need yes. to mix it up. Yes. Get some young folks in there. Get some other some other perspectives in there. Because you got the same group of clumpy, old-ass, stuck-ass dudes making the same dumb decisions over and over again. What's up, Cap? We all know damn well Bob, uh, Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, Mark Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire. Mark McGuire are Hall of Famers. I don't care what you say. Those dudes say baseball. Barry you Bonds, need to quit tripping. Barry Bonds was a Hall of Famer when he was skinny as a rail yeah. in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Mark McGuire was a Hall of Famer when he... Before he even left Oakland, he was oh, a Hall of Famer. Oh, and how could I forget the great Pete Rose? Put that man in the Hall this of Famer. This man got 4,000 hits, man. Yeah. It, listen, I don't care if he bet. He he bet right. on himself. He bet on his own right. team. Ty Cobb beat a dude to death. He's still in Kent. He's still in Cooperstown. Hello. As my don't, dad don't, don't try to play moral police with us. That's we right. ain't going for it. That's right. That's Stop right. playing around and put those men in the Hall of Fame and give them the honor that they deserve. If anything that we learn from today, life is precious, man. Yep. Poor Dwayne Haskins, God rest his soul, you know, but that's an example right there. Life, you can't take life for granted, man. Nope. It's short. It's, you're here today, you're gone tomorrow. Yep. Give those guys their flowers while they're here. They deserve them. They earn them. They save baseball. And the reason that you guys should honor them is because they save the sport that pays you money. Without those guys, baseball is irrelevant, and nobody uh, is going to pay to read your stupid facts. articles. All facts. You're benefiting from their legacy. Stop playing around with them. You heard him. You heard him. And hands down, the greatest center field, um, middle infield of all time is Alan Trammell and Lou Whitaker. Mm-hmm. It's, it's no, no question. Nobody can deny that. Right. Alan Trammell is in. Right. If you look at their statistics, him and Sweet Lou and their accomplishments, right. very, very, very similar. Yep. But there's only one difference between the two of them. And I'll let you use your imagination on that. Mm. Right. But the Detroit Tigers will be retiring Sweet Lou's number one. Um, against the Tampa Bay Devil Rays before the Tampa Bay Devil Rays game on August the 6th. Long overdue. I had every intention on going until I looked at the schedule. Oh, going to be in Kenton. And realized it's the exact same weekend as Pro Football Hall of Fame inductions. And you know I ain't missing that. Yeah. And I thought about, well, maybe I could swing back because it's only like a four-hour drive between Kenton and Detroit. So I was like... Or maybe I could catch a quick flight. It's literally at the same time. Ouch. 730. Ouch. <laughs> literally at the same time. Ouch. So I will miss it, man. I, I really want to get to, to be there because that's that's my all-time favorite baseball player. Yeah. Because he played for my team and he was the very first player on my team that looked like me that was cold-blooded. Mm-hmm. Love sweet Lou Whitaker, man. My all-time favorite baseball player. But um that's okay. And speaking of uh being credentialed, of course, mm-hmm. we got the notification today mm-hmm. that we will be live at the NBA. NFL draft. I say NBA, didn't I? NFL draft yes. in a few weeks. So mm-hmm. stay tuned to our coverage of that. Mm-hmm. So uh, we got to go, y'all. We got to go. I got to go referee again. I got to referee some basketball this <laughs> afternoon. Y'all know it don't stop for me, baby. Get up, do this, go referee some basketball, and then it's, it's a wrap. So if you're not following us, man, make sure you do so. We are on Instagram, as you know, because you're already here. Mm-hmm. BTP underscore sports. We're on Facebook, as you know, because you're already here. BTP Sports Talk. We're also on Twitter at BTP Sports. Follow my personal Instagram at Big M Brock. Follow D A the Great Sports Morpheus on Twitter and Instagram and Instagram. Mm-hmm. And make sure y'all tune in to all your favorite podcasts: uh, Apple, right. uh, iRadio, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get. And now Google Podcast. Now Google Podcast, baby. We we everywhere, and we're not done yet. We everywhere. And if you don't know exactly where you want to go, 
Just go to the Believe Network. That's mm-hmm. B-L-E-A-V dot com. com. And type just, in BTP Sports. BTP. And you got to do right BTP there. Sports. Yeah. If you type in Bring the Pain Sports, it won't come up. I right. tried it. BTP Sports on right. the Believe Network. Right. And you can check the replay. Yep. So we definitely realize that there is no us without you. So we appreciate you guys joining. We appreciate the love. So Mitchell Brock, the great sports Morpheus, Richard Walker, the crew, love you. And we'll see you next time. Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit